Welcome to Baptist Vices. This podcast is designed to engage the Baptist community in challenging thought. We hope to not just promote negative propaganda that is raised against Baptist thought, but to biblically analyze some of these thoughts and provide biblical solutions. We hope you enjoy today's program. And now your host, Dr. Steve Dameron. Thanks for listening to Baptist Vices. As we say, the deck is in the house doing house calls. And we have a special guest, Dr. Bob Dalton. He teaches in the seminary. He's taught one class called the Theology and History of the Baptist just in late September of this past year and in the spring, just doing a shout out in the spring and the end of March here in Dover, he's going to be doing a 12-hour module on Calvinism and Reformed theology. So encourage you, we're going to be putting some stuff together through Facebook, uh, kicking that out, letting people know about that, but encourage you to consider maybe coming out even for a day if you're locally and you can come out and it should be a help to you. Also, encourage you to go to baptistpulpit.com, subscribe to podcasts, especially mine, and then look around at the authors. So again, it's good to have Dr. Bob Dalton with us speaking. He's going to do two sessions, one on more civil, political liberty, and then religious liberty. They both tie together, but we're going to speak about this idea of liberty. So our Baptist vice, give me liberty and keep me Baptist. All right, hopefully you enjoy it. Well, thanks for listening to Baptist Vices. Our guest is Dr. Bob Dalton. And Dr. Bob Dalton, I got to know him just in the last couple months because for the seminary, he did a module. The module is entitled The Theology and History of the Baptist. It was 17 plus hours of teaching. So Dr. Dalton, uh, thanks for joining me on my podcast. Well, you're certainly welcome, and it's a, it's a joy to be with you. So I'm going to have you introduce a little bit of your past, what you've done, and even how God's led you. Uh, you've done 10 years ago, we were just talking about this, you did an update on your book. So why don't you talk about that before we jump into our subject matter? Yes, uh, uh, some years ago, I wrote a book called Struggle for Liberty, subtitled being the Baptist. Uh, the Bible and church-state conflict in America, and it's basically meant to be a uh, kind of a war manual. It's, a the, it's uh, really dealing with the theology and the doctrine of how the Baptists, uh, what they believe the Bible taught about uh, church-state separation and religious liberty. And uh, the first edition was published about 2004, and then I revised it uh, primarily by adding uh, 13 original documents. Uh, that make it uh, very valuable, but uh, it still has the same title, The Struggle for Liberty, the Bible, uh, the Baptist, the Bible, and Church-State Conflict in Colonial America. Yes. And uh, I've, uh, that uh, came out in about, about 10 years ago, in 2012, so it's been out for a little while. Well, good. And if you're, uh, you can't, we were searching for it. We, we found the first edition on Amazon, if you're having a struggle finding the second edition, reach out to me. Um, you can email me uh, through the Baptist pulpit 
Dalton.com uh, website, and I will get in touch with uh, Brother Dalton. And I also, when I travel, just so you know, Brother Dalton, when I travel, I have a couple of your books on my book table, and they've been selling. Look at that. So I'm trying to help you, brother. <laughs> so we're going to talk, first of all, about political or civil liberty. Uh, that's a huge study in your part. So maybe give a little bit of historical background. You've studied um, Roger Williams, Isaac Backus, John Leland, and you have a chapter in the book on each of those men and how they helped uh, develop and how they help steer America towards true civil, uh, a political liberty. So I'm going to have you um, take it, and and then I'll interject with some questions every once in a while. Well, uh, I stand in awe of our founding fathers. Mm-hmm. It's almost uh, yes. miraculous how God uh, blessed us with the leadership that He did in the founding of our nation. Yes, and uh, these men were. Uh, in many ways, reacting to the tyranny of the King of England. Uh, When they uh, came to America, when they wrote the Constitution, uh, really our political and civil liberties must begin with the the U.S. Constitution. It was a document written uh, primarily to preserve and protect uh, political liberty and protect us from the tyranny of government. In fact, the whole document was written against government in one sense. Yeah. Uh, to limit government, to restrain government, to keep government small. And, and so the whole thing was designed to protect our, uh, our political and civil liberties. And they, uh, they basically emphasized, as, as you read, uh, read their writings, it seemed like they were almost preoccupied with, this, with the subject of, of political liberty. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to, if, uh, America was found, if America was founded, America was founded on one idea, and that idea being liberty, mm. that men should be free to practice their religion, to to uh, earn their labor and uh, protect their property, and uh, uh, you know any true statesman is always primarily concerned with the happiness of the people that he's responsible for. Yeah, and in this uh, in this document. Um, uh, we find uh, basically a a document written against government, but also uh, but the idea being to uh, they feared government. They believed that uh, they, uh, of course, Lord Acton, the 19th century British philosopher, said that power corrupts, and absolute power corrupts absolutely. <laughs> so our founding fathers had a great fear of government. Uh, they feared uh, political tyranny, and so they wrote all these protections into the U.S. Constitution. Was, and then, of course, added the Bill of Rights for that. And uh, there's no telling where we'd be today without this, uh, this Bill of Rights. In yes. Canada, England, and no other country has a Bill of Rights quite like we do. And it's been uh, very, very important in protecting our liberties. But um, the idea is that uh, uh, keep government small, keep it limited, uh, uh, keep uh, power broken up and fragmented. Don't let it concentrate in any one place. Uh, they just, uh, our founding fathers, I believe, had a biblical view of man. Um, they, they weren't all Christians. Probably the majority weren't Christians, but I believe they all, to a man, had a, what we would call a biblical view. Yeah. They believed that man was basically evil, that you couldn't trust government. Uh, Madison said the first duty of the citizen is to be jealous of government, to fear government. And uh, so they believed that um, you couldn't uh, trust men with power. 
and that power was a, had a corrupting effect on people. So that was the way the whole Constitution was written uh, in one sense against government, to protect government, to keep it small and limited. Mm. Uh, they separated powers. Uh, they believed man was basically evil. Uh, Jefferson has been called a deist who believed in the basic goodness of man. That's totally false. Uh, probably Jefferson, if he was anything, was probably a very mild Unitarian. But he had a very biblical view. He believed man was basically evil. And one of his great quotes was that in says in questions of power then let no man let no more be heard of confidence in man but bind man down from his mischief with the change of the constitution. Well it sounded like he believed that man was basically evil. He was not a deist. Yeah. And he was uh he didn't he didn't believe in the basic goodness of man. All right, so you you brought up a number of things, all right. You were <laughs> you brought up a number of things that I think are we could we could go on for a while. But why don't you talk a little bit about how important the Bill of Rights and how um, John Leland and um, Isaac Backus were used of God to help steer people, steer uh, legislators and the the leaders of that time towards understanding that uh, liberty, um, liberty is a very important thing to protect. And so I'm going to throw that out there and let you go again on that. Okay, well, our, our Baptist uh, uh, fathers in, in the state of Virginia, of course, where the, uh, that was, uh, of course, the home of James Madison, Thomas Jefferson, uh, these men had great influence on our founding documents, particularly the uh, particularly the uh, Virginia Statute of Religious Freedom in Virginia. This was uh, written by uh, Thomas Jefferson, and he has quite, a, has quite strong evidence that he borrowed very heavily from the Baptists, who also wrote a bill for, uh, for religious freedom in Virginia. Mm. But then, um, then Jefferson, uh, then Madison also uh, was the man that introduced the Bill of Rights to the Virginia Convention, which later on was adopted by the Constitution. But the Baptists originally feared the Constitution. They did not believe that uh, their representative in Virginia, Mr. Madison, ought to vote for the Constitution. Mm. So uh, they began to run a candidate against Madison because they wanted somebody to introduce a Bill of Rights to the Constitution. Mm. Well, uh, John Leland uh, was a friend of Madison's. In fact, he was a neighbor. He lived uh, down the road from Madison. And uh, Leland was about to run for the uh, uh for the Constitutional Convention in Virginia to go and vote against the Constitution. Well, uh, as a result of a conversation with Madison, uh, Madison promised to uh, submit a Bill of Rights to the Virginia Ratifying Convention. Well, uh, Leland had such trust in his character that he agreed to drop out of the race and basically uh, get the Baptists behind Madison. And Madison, to his credit, uh, submitted that Bill of Rights to the Virginia Convention. He and Hamilton and others were actually against the Bill of Rights. They thought all the important rights were actually in the body of the Constitution. But uh, the Baptists uh, changed, at least changed Madison's mind. And uh, he, uh, to, to his credit, uh, submitted that Bill of Rights to the U.S. Uh, Constitution, basically. So we can give the Baptists, I think, some credit for being uh, responsible uh, for the Bill of Rights in the U.S. Constitution. Yes. If we focus in on the uh, the historical situation there in Virginia. 
Yes. And of course, uh, the uh, the Baptists uh, uh, were really behind. They had great, put great pressure on Virginia to pass the Virginia Statute of Religious Liberty written by Thomas Jefferson. Yes. Uh, Jefferson was in Europe at the time, and so the Baptists and James Madison actually uh, floor managed that bill through the Virginia legislature, getting it passed there, and uh, what we call the Bill for Religious Freedom, Bill Number 82. Uh, Madison floor managed that, and uh, they were successful in getting it passed in the state of Virginia. One historian called it the most important piece of legislation uh, in American history. <laughs> it's pretty high praise that that Virginia statute really yes. uh, broke the back of the religious establishment in Virginia. Yeah. So, um, as you were speaking again, I, I thought of uh, a couple of things that are just vital and very important in context. One is that Virginia was Anglican. Uh, is is that yes. so? Virginia was Anglican. I think some people. I remember t- uh, sitting in class when you were teaching here, uh, just uh, uh, in September. And you were talking about that, and we were reviewing uh, the diff- some of the different states. And so Virginia was Anglican. Massachusetts was uh, Puritan. And yes, congregational. What, or congregation, congregational yes. 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 So what's interesting, between both of those states, there was not religious liberty, though. No, in fact, just the opposite. Uh, those Puritans were very tyrannical. Yeah. I persecuted the Baptists, put Baptists in jail. Yep. And then the Anglicans did the same. They were very tyrannical. They persecuted the Baptists and uh, put them in jail. Uh, John Waller, uh, the Baptist preacher, spent 113 days in four different jails hmm. in Virginia. And yep. so it was uh, uh, the Puritans did not come to America to establish religious freedom. Uh, hmm. They came to practice their own freedom, but they would not extend it to anybody else. Yes. And so it was the Baptists that uh, shed the blood and fought and struggled and were fined and jailed and whipped uh, in this struggle for religious liberty. Yes. Uh, George Bancroft, the uh, historian, said that uh, religious liberty, uh, freedom of mind, was the trophy of the Baptists. He said that it was actually the Baptists that won religious liberty in America. Yes. This is from a, a secular historian. Yes. So I'm going to close out this podcast. We are coming to an end. So I'm going to close it out. I'm going to give a, a push for your book again. It's called The Struggle for Liberty. The subtitle um, the subtitle is The Baptist, uh, the Bible, and the, the church-state, church-state. Um, conflict in the colonial era. And it's Bob Dalton, B-O-B. D-A-L-T-O-N. And so you can find his first edition easily on Amazon. If you're struggling finding that second edition where he puts the uh, original documents in the back, which I think are very helpful in reading through those, uh, just contact us and we'll try to get you a a way to get that uh, new edition that was done 10 years ago. All right, so um, we're going to close out this one and then we're going to pick up again with uh, not just political liberty, but tie it then into religious, uh, and uh, more uh, present-day church liberty.
Thank you for listening to Baptist Vices. We trust you were challenged to find a biblical path for navigating through some differences within Baptist churches. Join your host, Dr. Steve Dameron, next week for another engaging podcast. May God richly bless you.